Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show. Yes, indeed. The Lord. Ha! Nelson, that is, for the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a very, very special guest. And uh, if, she, if she doesn't mind, I'm going to take the, a little time to read a little something about her. <laughs> Even though, listen, listen, and you're not able to see her, 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 her beautiful face yet, but you will be. You know, right now she's focused on the big guy. But when she speaks, it's going to be all her. So I'm going to read a little something, you know, about her and her band. And uh, so, so, so just check this out. So, ladies and gentlemen, my next special guest have a beautifully polished, polished rock sound that embraces many genres with just enough of an edge to have the heaviest music headbangers feeling and enjoying the great sound they bring. Their music complements the amazing vocalist and gives her room to breathe and ride the rhythm with a powerful yet emotionally driven delivery that is so pleasing to your ears. Yes, indeed, this is how I feel. You know, when I'm listening to the music, this is bait, you know. So with great lyrics and choruses and concert with amazing instrumentation, their stage and musical performance is definitely a win-win for the listeners and one that should not be missed. So without further ado, I welcome the super talented, yeah, J.C. Clark from the amazing band, The Light Divided. Yeah. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, Thank is. you. That was beautiful. Yeah. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> and I just like to speak the truth, you know. When I go and I listen to your catalog and, and I'm just, you know, just, just enjoying myself, you know, I just come up with these questions. So, yeah, yeah. Great to have you here, though. I mean, it's, it's really great to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked Indeed. to do this. Indeed. So the first question I'd like to ask everybody is, where are you from, young lady? Oh, okay. Well, let's go through my history. Okay. Um, born a Jersey girl. Jersey. Um, then, yes. And then I um, <laughs> moved to North Carolina and spent a large chunk of my life there. And that's really where like my musical career started. Right. And uh, the last two years, I've been a Nashville transplant and oh, really? I absolutely love it here. Yeah. Nashville. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great music scene there. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, definitely. So, so, so what was the best thing about you, you say you spent most of your time in North Carolina? I did. So what was the best thing about growing up in North Carolina? Um, like I said, that was really my introduction to the music scene. And I spent a really long time being a part of the local scene, which was I thought was really great because it allowed me to find um, a sense of community, which I never really had before. So mm. I think for me, that was the highlight of my time in North Carolina. Right, indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, well, well it has birth something great and and what you're doing music wise so hey listen thank you uh, thank uh, you a, a salute to north carolina i mean i'm I'm gonna say south carolina might be a little bit better but, uh, <laughs> but, it's, but it's all love we have love for all the carolinas <laughs> in this house. <laughs> so what does music mean to you and how does it make you feel when you listen to it i guess um i just don't remember a time in my life where music wasn't an option i remember yeah. like 
listening to my mom's music in the car and just vibing with that. And right. um, as I got a little bit older and, you know, started to write and started to perform, I found that like as a shy girl, that it was really <laughs> one of the only outlets that I had where I felt safe enough to express myself both, you know, lyrically and then also through performance. So right. that's just what I always take out of it. I just look for, you know, a way to express myself and to be able to connect with people that are, you know, may or may not be struggling with similar issues and mm -hmm. find a way to heal myself by potentially, you know, healing somebody else at the same time. Indeed. Awesome. Indeed. I love it. I feel that. So, so when you were growing up, what was the most prevalent music in your household and, and did this music inspire you at all? Yeah, like I said, I listened to a lot of my mom's music, which was a lot of like big singers. So like your Mariah Carey's, your Whitney Houston's, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And so growing up, I was like, well, that's how you're supposed to sing when you sing. Four. And um, it wasn't until like my early teens that I started getting into like pop punk and emo. And, you know, I saw Gwen Stefani for the first time in No Doubt. And I was like, hold on, you mean I can do that now? Like... I just really loved how she in particular was like such a badass on stage, but she didn't have to sacrifice any of her femininity in order to right. be taken seriously as a female in a band. I really something that spoke to me. Indeed. So, so your mom listened to the big singers like that. Uh, yeah. Love you know, them. Yeah. I, I always like to ask that question also, just, you know, kind of see where, because my family, we, we listen to everything. So my yeah. mom and dad, you know, R&B, Motown type stuff, but they also listen to rock and pop and everything, you know. So uh, mm -hmm. I love all genres, you know. I, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a genre snob. I just enjoy it all. If it's hot, it's hot to me. That's just the way I. That's roll. exactly right. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of good songs, and yes, I don't care indeed. what genre that. Yes, 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 indeed. Oh, awesome. So, so what do you feel a light divided brings to music that sets you apart from other bands? Um, I really just try to bring a sense of, you know, vulnerability while still having fun. I think that, you know, there's so much serious and dark shit. And I trust me, I struggle with that, too. Right. But I really like to bring that kind of stuff across in a way that's a little bit more lighthearted, you know, high energy, something that you can jump around and throw down to and, you know also sing into a hairbrush or ride around in the car with the windows <laughs> down. Very, very much that. <laughs> Indeed, you guys definitely do that. Definitely do that. So so has it been difficult to be in a relationship when you have to give so much of your time to be in such, such a successful band? Um, I Yeah, there's always that element of it. You know, um, I was in a relationship for a really long time. And mm -hmm. as the band started progressing, you know, forward, I found that there was like some jealousy where it's just kind of like, oh, you're out traveling and this and that. And I have to stay home and take care of this. And it's like, that's who I was when you met me. Right. So I don't understand why it's an issue now. And, you know, like some people just aren't meant to be in your life for extended periods of time. If they're not willing to grow with you, then right. what I've learned is it's, it's okay to step away. I have mm -hmm. no ill will or, you know, bad feelings towards people that have mm -hmm. come in and out of my life. Like I said, it just wasn't meant to be. And like, that's okay. Like you can grow and do your thing. I'm going to grow and do my thing and it's okay. So the bright person will stick with you through all of it. Look at this young lady with this knowledge and wisdom and, and speaking. <laughs> oh, she's older than she looks. <laughs> speaking, speaking, let's just, just speaking the truth about that. You know, it's, it, Hey, listen, life lessons, you know, and, and you Absolutely. know, we live and, and no regrets and we move on and we continue to do what we do in our life. And, uh, 
Beautifully said, young lady. Absolutely. Like, I feel like I've spent so long trying to like hold on to things and, you know, only recently have I come to the realization that like, you don't have to hold the body once it's been cold, you know, like it's okay to let it go. Right. Right. Listen, I'm super visual. So you said that it's like, I can see that. I can feel that when the body's cold. No, that's real talk though. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. (laughs) I I, I believe that also, you know, relationships good. You know, I'm, 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 you know, been married a long time. I mean, mind doing my thing, but you know, it's ups, ups and downs. And of course, you know, I always say it's a whip, a work in progress. It never stops being that you always got to work on it. And both people have to be willing to work on it, you know, because sometimes 100%. people do not want to work on it. So, you know, it's truly teamwork, that give and take. Ooh, yes. it's hard though. It's definitely hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So, young lady, you toured and performed in large and small venues all across the country. Do you like playing the larger venues better or the more uh, intimate venues? Um, I really do have love for both. And I know that sounds like a cop out, but like, I really love those small intimate venues because I love being like people right up in your face. It feels very punk rock to me. Like feels like, yeah, you know, like getting back to your roots a little bit, but you know, I I dreamed of being on a big stage in front of thousands of people and some of that. So, you know, being able to do that as well is just like fulfilling a lifelong dream. So I love both of them. Yeah, it is yeah, very yeah. different styles of performing too. So I like keeping myself on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. It's, it, it really is different. It's something about those intimate shows where you're so close to the people. And, and even though, you know, the bigger shows, of course, you still get that love. You feel that love, but Absolutely. That, the intimate ones, it's just like, man, it's, it's yeah, just like, exactly. You can yeah. be more real. Like you can have, you can kind of have conversations and just yes. joke around and be yourself. Whereas opposed to, you know, the bigger ones, sometimes you have to, Right. take on this entire room. Indeed, 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 yes. <laughs> so how important is the energy of the crowd to your performance? I mean, I'm a psychopath, so I'm going to give the same show, whether it's, you know, mm-hmm. nobody or everybody. Um, I just love what I do. But obviously, if you have a crowd that's really giving it to you, right. it makes you want to step your shit up <laughs> even more. So I'm like, they're chanting my name. We got to go. Like, right, right. And see, and I do that with see, most of us say that, you know, we're going to go out there and give it our all. But but it's like you you get that that boost when yeah. uh, it's just it'll, it'll give you something extra like. You can run just yeah. a little bit harder, you know, when those people are there and they're singing your songs with 100%. you. And oh, my goodness. And it's just like, man, you just get caught up in it and and you become the moment. You're the moment. They're the moment. That's a moment yes. right there. You know, you're not living in the moment. You are the moment. <laughs> And it's just like, it just feels so good. And it just takes you to another level. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Like it feels like, you know, when you go out there, you start doing your thing regardless, but the people feeding back really helps sustain your level of energy throughout the entire performance. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Love, love, love. So at this point in your career, what has been the most enjoyable aspect of being a musician? Um, like I said, really just the connections that I'm able to make with people. I'm mm-hmm. such a hermit, and like <laughs> a huge introvert. So, um, and sometimes to my downfall, just like curtains closed, nobody talked to me, mm-hmm. but being able to go out there and perform for people that resonate with what I do and be able to talk to them and hear their stories and just kind of, you know, bring something positive into people's lives is such like what I'm here for. Yeah, Cause yeah. I know what it's like to be, you know, ignored for 
you know, most of my life. So Mm. I like to hear people and help them feel seen like, okay, I'm the one on stage, but like you matter to me too. And I know a lot of people that come to our shows talk about meeting bands and feeling like they're just brushed off. Just like Mm -hmm. want the money for the merch. Okay. Get out of here. But I don't like to do that. I like to talk and get to know every single person that comes to my shows, you know, within reason. Um, and just like stand up merch and talk and like, how's your day going? What have you been up to this, that, and the other. And I love like coming back to those cities and catching mm-hmm. up with them again. And, you know, rinse and repeat. It's just, I, I literally love that aspect of what I do because those people are there for you. I'm here for you. I think it's beautiful. Look, look, at see, see, I got chills. You saying that because I agree with you 100%. That is a, a, a great thing. Uh, and I know some, some people are bands are so gigantic. You know, I've seen, I've seen some of the stars really get out there and have people just it's like, wow, is that what it is? But but just like you, I always enjoyed going out there talking to the people. It just means yeah. something to me. It feels good to interact with them also. And uh, 100%. yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a great feeling to see them smile and, and, and know that we're, we're thankful for them coming out there and enjoying themselves and, and allowing us to give them something where they can get away from their problems or, or anything else that, you know, just for an hour or two or whatever it is and just come out there and enjoy themselves. And, and I'm a, I'm a very much a people person, but like you said, yeah, sometimes I just like to, you know, be by myself and just, exactly. you know, because it's just peace of mind for me. And, um, yeah, I can entertain. That sounds a little crazy. I was like, I can entertain myself, but I'm just saying, you know, I can just sit there and I can write or 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 whether I'm just watching TV or listening to music because I love listening to music and uh, you know, it's just a good thing. So, but nah, I I love people. Just you know, that was beautiful. I I, I like that you said that. No, no, I really yeah, like that I mean- you said that. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm still in a small band, so I have the opportunity to be able to do this. And, right. you know, hopefully as, as you grow and, you know, it becomes less and less possible. I just want to take advantage of this period of my, you know, career and be able to do that while I can, because, you know, the goal is to not have to be able to do that forever. Yeah, listen, you see me smiling here because I feel the same exact way because I was just like, here I am, especially when I got with Stuck Mojo. I was like, here, I, you know, I'm the new guy here. So it's like, let me get out here and talk with these people every night. I was just out there just hanging out and just talking to them. And, and just like you said, you know, yeah, we want to get to that level to where it's like, wow, okay. There's too many people. We can't, you know, please all of these individuals, but yeah, still we'd love to, but nah, man, that's just love. Yeah. You know, it just becomes unreasonable at some point. Like if there's hundreds of thousands of people, it's like, okay, well, I can't talk to everybody, but I am fortunate enough to be able to do that right now. And like you said, I I enjoy giving people a a place to forget what's going on outside Mm -hmm. of the room. But at the same time, like being there gives me a reason to, you know, forget what's going on in my own life and just Uh, focus on the present. So like I said, it's very give and take. Like we're totally one in that moment. And uh, I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but you know, it's true. No, I love that. Just like, man, that's really great. What you just said It's like, we even for us, we lose ourselves also in in the moment. Once again, that yeah. moment. We're that moment there, and we're not worried about all the other stuff either, except that moment. So yeah, I, I call my shows group therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, I'm with that. I love that. That's that's good job, JC. Let's look look at you. That's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so has there been one show that is branded in your mental you will never forget? Yes. Um, it was in 
2021, it was our very first hometown show after um, the pandemic had ended. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really going through some stuff and I finished a song where I was emotional and I cried because that's who I am as a human. And um, I remember um, the entire audience just threw up the little heart hands at me and they started chanting family. Mm -hmm. And I broke in that moment like it was just so beautiful like like yeah. i said that's just that moment of connection for that entire audience to start chanting family right. i'm like this is what i've worked my entire life for is to create this sense of community where people can come and meet new friends and connect through you know a common source and that was just like like i get chills thinking about it that's, right. it's hard to top that yes man i I knew I was going to enjoy this. I enjoy all my, <laughs> all my, I enjoy all my podcast guests, you know, cause I'm happy to do it. And, and, and just to hear you speak about things that I am very familiar with and, and things that have happened to me also. And um, yes, there's nothing like having them cheer your name and just like, it's just like, I just look out there. Cause I, 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 I say I'm a humble person. Now I can, I'm very, I could be very outgoing, but you know, I'm still yet still when people give me, props or this like hey lord nelson you this now nah. sometimes i'm kind of like well thank you i, I appreciate it you know I, yeah. I really do but but man when you hear that especially when you're on stage and you get that love you know you're mm-hmm. giving love by doing these songs and you're passionate about it but when you get that love back man it's it's priceless it's, yeah because i mean oh, you know as well as i do this industry is hard and Whoa, sometimes people suck the absolute soul out of you <laughs> No, um, to stand on a stage and feel like all the hard work and bullshit you put up with is actually having an effect on people is Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's the reset button. I can absolutely, you know, keep going for these people. Yes, indeed. JC, so awesome, man. Love, 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 love. So before you walk on that stage, do you have a routine or any superstitions you must deal with before you go on to feel you're going to have a great show? Um, I just try to get my stretches in. I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> at doing vocal warm-ups. I will admit, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't do it. <laughs> um, I probably should, but I definitely will get some stretches in and I listen to some hype music to like, you know, mm-hmm. get the blood flowing a little bit, get right. amped. And then, you know, um, the intro starts playing and I love standing back and kind of Ooh. watching my bandmates right. start getting hype out there. And I'm like, okay, my turn. And then, you know, run out and do the damn thing. But really it's just... <laughs> Quick, 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 because I feel like if I think about stuff too much, then I get in my own head and I screw it up. So I got you. Just kind of let's get hype and let's go. Ready for the action. I love it. Let's I go. Love let's it. do it. Well, the great Prince Rogers Nelson, I always say they were related because we both have the same last name. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I told my children that forever. And they was like, Dad, you know, I was just like, well, you guys are older now. Maybe I could actually tell the truth. I really don't know. <laughs> I still hold on to it. I said, but we're family, though. We're Nelsons. Come right. on. Come on. Willie that's Nelson, right. I'm like, that's your great, great uncle. You know, it's all <laughs> So the great Prince Rogers Nelson said he never did the same show twice. Does this mm-hmm. ring true for you also? Yeah. I mean, I think I have certain moments where I have like a um, some bullet points that I know I want to hit. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, I just try to you know, speak from the heart and right. say what I'm feeling in the moment. And I change it up per show. Like, like I said, there's certain moments that I know that I do want to hit. So you're going to get that every time just because right. I think it's cute. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, we're just free flowing. And, you know, like I said, it just, I try to tailor it to each crowd. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. So from your first first dope EP for the sake of change, if I'm not if oh, I'm correct, Lord. to your <laughs> listen <laughs> to your present incredible release, Rain. Amazing, amazing song. Amazing, amazing song. Thank very, you. very, very good. Great song. How much do you feel you've grown musically and lyrically? Oh, like exponentially. Like I listen to <laughs> the earlier work that we've done and I'm ah. like, oh my God, I was unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think, but, but I kind of love that at the same time because it's who I was at the time. I was a kid, and, you know, just, you know, learning. So like, I can appreciate that version of myself, but, um, I've spent a lot of time working with a, a great producer and, you know, mm-hmm. great songwriters to help me um, refine what I'm doing and be able right. to, you know, take what I what I was already doing and find a way to just make it a little smoother, a little bit more accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So more people can relate as opposed to this one specific incident in my life that only I can relate to. You right, know? Right, right. So I, I, and I don't have to lose like talking about a specific situation, but I can find a way to finesse it so that it could be applied to this, that, or the other that okay. somebody else might be going through and not so finger pointy and direct. I got you. So, so you, I was going to ask that question. So who's doing the writing or are, are you doing the majority of the writing as far as lyrics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like, like I said, it's just a real collaborative effort okay. at this point. I think it used to be just like, me alone in a room writing everything, mm-hmm. but now it's a much more open, let's all toss ideas out and let's okay. like maybe find a better word for this, find a cooler melody for that, you know? Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, love, love. So, you know, when you're singing these lyrics though, I, I will say you're singing them with such a passion and I believe every word that you're singing, you know, it's like, once again, I'm so visual and I'm like, oh, she's she's really, <laughs> she's really, you know, in that. She's really saying that. She really means that. And I I enjoy that. So I, I just want to applaud you on that one. That's that's that's, that's really Thank good. So, so now are you the songs that you're writing or or, or collaborating with are are you focusing on women or you know, just because it's you? I mean, you are the lead singer. I mean, are you focusing on women understanding this and getting this and 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 just getting at them and letting them know that they can be this or they can feel this or do is is it about the women? I know it's a, I know you want everybody to hear it, but is it like you really want to grab those women and and, and let them know? Um, not specifically. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I try to just make it accessible to everybody. Okay. Um, although I, I have loved seeing the influx of women coming out mm-hmm. to our shows right. and just rock and roll in general. I think yeah. it's really great because I remember when I first started, it was just like a bunch of sweaty dudes everywhere, <laughs> like, you know, in the audience, on the stage, running this, like all that. But like just um, this last tour that we did, I had girls that are like 11, 15 years old right. coming out and coming to right. shows and loving what I do. And I love taking that opportunity to talk to them one-on-one and, you know, break it down from them. Like you can do this. Cause I, yes. like, again, like growing up, I didn't like, there were like, you know, like I said, like your Gwen Stefani's, your Haley Williams, your mm-hmm. Amy Lee's, but like, I couldn't talk to them and ask for advice. They're too big. Right. So I love that there's like an influx of women in rock in general for right. younger girls to be able to have access to and talk about and, you know, kind of know what they're signing up for and to tell them like, no, you're good enough. You're, you're not a gimmick. You, you know, be a boss bitch and like run shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, that, that, that is really, and and I believe that you're successful at doing that. 
And once again, you speak with such a passion that I think that whoever's listening to it, they're going to get it. They're, they're going to feel yeah. what you it's like. You've gone through something. And it's like, hey, I'm trying to let you young ladies know, hey, well, we can get to that other side, but you can, you're going to go through things and, and we go through things. It's just life. So uh, now, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I try not to alienate anybody because we we all go through experiences like you know depression or like having shitty toxic people try mm-hmm. to ruin our lives or you know anxiety and stuff like that. So I, I think that's pretty open to everybody. Um, it, it, I do think that um, it might be something that I'd like to tackle at some point, mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, step outside my comfort zone a little bit. But I also, you know, don't want to make it specific to any one gender because, like, you know, I don't want people to listen to it and be like, well, that song's not for me. Right. right and I guess right. not every song has to be for every person, mm-hmm. but I like, you know, just people to apply their own meaning to it because of while course. it's, you know, my personal story, mm-hmm. once the song is out, it's their story. So, of course. And I, I just think that men and women can relate to it you know whether whether men have been the cause of something or they've gone through things similar themselves because you know it's it's not just like i I believe when you're speaking you're you're when when you're singing i I think that we all get it you know and and so we as you said we 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 take from it and put it on what we've gone through and so it's just like i can relate to that i can understand that and that's what makes what you're doing great and that's what makes great music. And uh, you are definitely doing that. So, yeah, no well, worries. thank All you. Love. Nice yes, to indeed. hear. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So you just finished the Make It Rain tour. Yes. How enjoyable was it? Um, it was It was great. Like I said, I love performing. That is the number one favorite part of what I do. I mean, mm-hmm. there's something really therapeutic about being in the booth and, you know, releasing all that, but to be able to stand in front of a room full of people and just express yourself and, you know, open up about topics that I've never really talked about before. And, right. you know, it was, it was really therapeutic and cathartic and uh, an experience I'll never forget. Like I said, to, like I said, to open up about heavy topics like depression and feeling like you struggle with thoughts where you just don't want to be here anymore. And right. tell, and to be able to tell people that, you know, you see this on stage and you see me on social media and I'm all <laughs> this, that, and the other, but it's like, we all struggle with stuff. And, you know, we all to an extent feel like we have to, hide what we're feeling from the people in our lives or on social media because we don't want to be a burden. And even if you were to express yourself, like, do they care anyway? Right. So I just wanted to be another face to prove to the people that like, we all go through shit and you're not alone. And let's just stand in this room and get it out. Let's all just admit we're sad (laughs) (laughs) and work through it together. (laughs) So it, it was really great to be able to do that, even though like it's, really scary at the same time to open yourself up like that but gotta be done well you're doing a great job with the young lady and, and your band is amazing so so is it adam scott and and Dave, doug and doug and doug <laughs> so so i'm sorry no no, no you're good. Saying, we yeah. just had a thing that we had like an article one time where somebody printed his name as dave so that is just really funny to me <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, Dave. I mean, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) No, great musicians, great sound. Um, You guys just, just, it's just all together and it's harmonious. And and to hear you really, as I said in the intro, you know, you riding that rhythm and and, and just doing your thing. It's just, it's just good to hear. And then seeing you on stage and you guys on stage is a good thing to see. Now, I do want to ask you something. Okay. 
watching you guys and I had, you know, and I remember something popping up across the screen and this is even before we were doing, so I, you know, I follow you guys. And so it's like your voice, you had a struggle with your voice. And so you were saying, but you still got out there and did it. And once again, I felt for you. I'm an empathetic person. The big guy's yeah. an empathetic person. I just remember my, my first tour that I went out with Stuck Mojo, it was different because we did a lot of shows and we did a, a run here in the States first before we went over to Europe. And I remember Rich saying, just going to be worried about your voice, man. He's just like, because your, your voice, he's like, your voice isn't like Bones. He's like, his analogy was, he said, Bones' voice is like a dump truck. He's just going to, he's just going to go out there. He says, yours is more like a Ferrari. You got to kind of keep it, you know, this way in tune. And, and it seems like it should be, you know, the other way around because Bones is a small dude and I'm a big dude. But, uh, but yeah, and so I know my throat and stuff was so sore and I was just like, wow. This is crazy. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, listen, I know you love going out there talking to everybody because he did the same thing. But he said, you got to kind of pull that back. He said, you mm -hmm. can't have. He said, because we need you. You know, we've got a lot of shows to do. And so I would just kind of like, you know, take my time to do my thing. And, and, and then but I wanted to talk to everybody. I just wouldn't talk as loud as I usually do. because I'm just right. a naturally loud person. So I felt for you <laughs> is what I'm saying through all of that. I felt for you. So I, yeah, I, yeah it, good. I'm sorry. It really, it really sucks when that happens, you know? Um, uh, so this tour in particular, like we did the first couple of dates and then, um, I noticed that I was getting a little bit hoarse mm -hmm. and you know, whatever it happens, we'll just muddle through, we'll do the damn thing. It's fine. Um, but we played, uh, the one show in Tampa, it was right before a day off and it was like practically gone, but mm. you know, um, Scott is from Florida. It's a big hometown show for him. And I'm like, well, we have a day off tomorrow. So I'm just gonna give it all I can steer into like just being extra gritty that night or whatever and just making it work. And then we had a day off and um, I woke up the day after that and it was still really bad. So I was like, well, I want to get through the rest of it. So we unfortunately ended up canceling Atlanta. So right. I could just give myself an extra day of rest. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like I'm, I always want to talk to the people. That's why I'm there. That's why I, I do these tours. Right. Um, so I just spent most of the day, um, like in the van on the way there, just in the back, not talking the best that I could just editing and doing my socials mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then get to the show and try to stay as quiet as I can there. But I can't help myself when I'm at the show. Like <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to talk to you. Like, it's right. going to happen. I'll try to do it between sets or whatever. So I'm not yelling over yet loud Indeed. music, Indeed. but I would rather, you know, forego some vocal rest so that I can have that one-on-one -on -one experience with people as mm -hmm. opposed to sounding technically perfect on stage. Because I feel like at the end of the day, they're going to remember the conversation we had more than me struggling through a couple notes. Right, right, right. And, um, yeah, like I said, I just kind of steer into what I can and it may not have been perfect, but I still had a blast doing it. And like I said, I, I still got to talk to everybody. And for the most part, people were like, oh, we can't, we could tell you were a little hoarse, but we're, they were just so grateful that I was still there and performing right. and doing the thing and screw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It became, you know, something personal, you know, you giving your time. That means a lot. People don't understand that means a lot to people. It really does. Yeah, take absolutely. The time just to have that conversation. So let me ask you this. What did you do to help your voice? What did, did you do anything or you just you just rest? It was just rest. Like I said, I, I tried to prioritize getting some rest in and not talking, like I said, like on the way to shows. Um, mm. I have like my teas and my honey and all that kind of stuff that I try to 
mm-hmm. used to soothe it, some some vocal spray, just, you know, all the little drinking water, try, lots of water, trying right. to get sleep where I can, even though mm-hmm. sleeping on tour is an absolute joke. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm about, uh, yeah, I'm about to ask you something about that in a second, but I want to say this to you. So when I went to Europe and we toured with uh, Ectomorph, I was worried. I, I had every spray, all of the things to, to you know, because I, I was worried because we were going for like a month straight. We were yeah. just almost almost 30 shows, you know, just back to back to back to back. So I was worried. Rich was worried. Everybody was worried. So when I got there, uh, Joey Severance, who was the tour manager for Ectomorph, he said, Lord, come here. Let me talk to you. And Zoli also, the lead singer, he was like, hey, come here for a second. So they were like, I said, yeah, man, you know, my, my voice, I'm worried about it. Nothing had gone on, but I was worried about it. They said, this is what you do. And I'm just saying this, that you might want to try this. So taking notes, you take, you take a little shot glass and you take like half a lemon, get it from the bar or whatever, just squeeze that lemon in there, put some salt in there and just gargle with that before the show. And after the show, it was amazing. It soothes your throat. No, you're not swallowing any of this. You're going to, of course. You spit just that out. Gargle. Just gargle with it. Spit it out. It just soothes your your throat. It really does. And I was just like, man, I was good to go. I had all this other stuff, but once I did that and I did it every, I was good. And so I was just like, so I just wanted to just some some advice. Oh, no, I work. will absolutely if, throw if, that into right, my bag right. of tricks because <laughs> yeah. I'm always looking right. for new you know tips and tricks to try anything. So when it's right. feeling a little questionable we can just make do like i remember there was one tour um right before the pandemic hit that we or that i did that again it was just a really bad i think that i had like bronchitis or something i didn't know it at the time right but i had no voice that entire tour Mm. it was so bad and i'm doing like shots of apple cider vinegar and like it was disgusting but i was so desperate to like yes yes to pull it off and it's like Mm. it just sucks you feel so defeated in that moment because like you're there and you obviously want to do your best and it sucks going on stage not feeling 100 percent confident in your instrument and you know, just as well as everybody, it's not like you can just go to Guitar Center, pick up a fresh set of chords right. and keep it trucking. Right. But <laughs> so, you know, like I said, just anything that can help you just to feel good about what of you're course. doing, even if it's not perfect, just to keep it going or to help ease some of that. I am all about. So indeed, indeed. love, love, love. So Lemon, salt, gargle. Rice. Gargle. Yeah. Before the show and after the show. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. That's easy enough, quick and easy. And like <laughs> it you is, say, you is, can get it, it at is. any of the venues. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how long are you on tour before you miss your bed at home? <laughs> <laughs> um I gotta be honest, like I, I do miss being at home, but I don't know. I just love being on the road. You so I'm not on one of those yeah. people that's it's only if I'm having like a really bad like mental day uh-huh. where like a bunch of stuff is I feel like is affecting me that I'm just kind of like, I just want to go home. It'd be really great to sleep in my own bed and then come right. back out swinging the next day. Like if uh-huh. I could fly, sleep and then come back, we're good. Right. But for the most part, I, I find like a lot of comfort in like my on tour rituals and my little bunk and all of that. So okay. it's just kind of like my normal at the time. That is my home for the time being. And that's just, see, I'm see, weird like that, though. No, not, I, not that it's weird. See, you are a petite young lady. So the thing is, so I mean, you hear I am six foot five, 280 <laughs> pounds. So when I would get in that bunk, I, you know, remember the first tour we went on, 
you know, I was just like, man, am I going to be able to get in that bunk? You know, you know, Richard's kind of worried. He's like, just get up there and see, you know, it's going to be claustrophobic or whatever. But once I got in there, there's definitely enough room and everything. And, you know, I just relaxed. And But man, oh, man, I, I, we were in uh, Denmark with Volby. And um, I can't remember the band. It's a big band. And they were saying we were just outside talking and they were talking about how they're like, man, after about two weeks, you know, man, I miss my band so much. You know, I, I, not that they don't want to be on tour, but they miss that comfort of just. You yeah, know, because as you were saying earlier, touring can be is is it's a great definitely, thing. It's definitely. But, yeah, but it can be difficult, and and it's and it's and it's, and it's work. You know, a lot of people think it's just all fun. It is enjoyable, especially when you get on that stage. But it it's 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 work, and and um, but it's yeah. something that we love. But so you know, it can be difficult. You know, it can be exactly. Difficult. And I think like um, a lot of times I look at touring as like an escape from you know what's going wow. on in my everyday life too. So it's you. like I have I'm no rush to get back to that <laughs> shit. But. <laughs> So I'll just tackle these problems head on, you know, as I have them on tour and it's, (laughs) it's, it's a distraction, which, you know, may or may not be a healthy way to deal with things, you know, running from your problems, but Mm. whatever, I'll take it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So we, we kind of discussed it a little bit. So what's, what's the most difficult part of touring to um, like I said, I think the most difficult part is just um, the the lack of sleep mm. and that making you a little bit grumpy. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely feel that or, you know, not being able to take as good a care of yourself as you're normally used to. Um, I have like a, I'm a creature of habit. So like I said, I go I have my at home rituals that I do and then I have to pivot and adjust for tour. And sometimes the reentry into that can be a little difficult. Right. Um, not being able to take as many showers or, you know, just being in a, in a small space with the same people when, when they're getting on your last effing nerve, but, but a lot of it is just, but I mean, for the most part, I'm, I, I love being on tour. I'm really easygoing. I just kind of surrender to the flow of things. I know that there's going to be a schedule and it's probably not going to go according to plan. So it allows me to practice my patience, which is a good thing. (laughs) At least that's what we're telling ourselves. Awesome young lady. Awesome. So what is your, your, your most favorite song to perform? Uh, I think I have, I have two. So, um, my first one is a song called um, Another Bar Fight in Brooklyn, just because mm-hmm. it's really high energy right. and it's kind of serves as a reminder of, you know, like believing in yourself and, right. and staying true to who you are. And, you know, no matter what demons you've got going on in your head, like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're going to do you. Yes, it did. Um, and then um, I've even though I have been butchering it because my voice was crap, I really love performing rain yes. because it's such a different animal than any of the other songs. It's really just a moment to sit and connect with people as opposed to all the head banging and dancing and flying around. So it, those yes. songs are like the two polar opposites of mm-hmm. my personality. Got you amazing and once again both of those songs are amazing listen the catalog's a great catalog i I really enjoyed it just like i said i sat down with it of course you know getting myself prepared for this and i was just like oh man oh man and so me being a lyricist me being a writer you know i'm listening to the things that you're saying and that's why you know to me 
you know, I was moved by things, you know, I'm just like, okay, that's why when I said at first, I was like, she has this sultry delivery also, even though it's like, ah, but she's still, but then I was like, nah, it's a more powerful emotional delivery. So I'm just, you know, I'm tweaking my things as I'm going down. Cause I'm writing as I'm, you know, I'm listening and I'm just saying like, man, I'm loving this, man. I said, Jason, <laughs> thank you. That I means said, so much. I said, she's doing, she's, she's handling her business. She's handling the business. Yeah. So, that's what I really try to convey. Like when I'm, you know, in the booth, I just want to, I, I turn all the lights off and I just want to feel what I'm saying. And right. I think that we, we sacrifice a lot of more technically perfect takes mm-hmm. for ones that showcase like the emotion a little bit better, which is why I do not record myself because I will overanalyze it to death. But like, <laughs> it, so I'm just like, you choose the takes that you think make you feel something. Right. And I would just trust that. I got you. Well, you, you guys have great production great orchestration, great instrumentation. And of course they all complement your vocals so well. And um, you guys are doing a great job. You have an amazing sound and amazing sound. Thank you. So um, we're getting close to the end. And I got I have a couple more questions, you know, now yeah. it's like, now it's like, we're, we're, we're so cool and stuff. It's like, I don't want to let you go now. Cause I'm, I'm having too much fun <laughs> with this. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. I'm being honest. Yeah. With you. I feel I, like I, we I, just I, became I, best friends. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, any plans of uh, taking your show to Europe or Asia or South America, anything like that? That is 100% on my bucket list. Something that I absolutely look forward to. We actually have um, several fans overseas that every time we post tour dates, so like, when are you coming to Europe? And I'm like, I don't know how to do that yet, right. but I'm working on it and yeah. it will happen before I die. I promise that. Definitely. Cause they'll love you over there. I, I feel that really. And I tell a lot of the guests that I have, you know, Europe is is such a, you know, the United States, of course, we're amazing. Everybody in Europe wants to come over to the States and, yeah. and you know, to, to witness and see this great expanse, you know, and just like, wow. But going to Europe was just, it's just something different. It's like they, yeah. to me, they are, they appreciate you more. It's it's like, yeah. you know, in, in, in the States, it's just like, what have you done for me lately? You know, what are you doing? I mean, it's, it's who we are. It's See what you it next is. Time. Right, 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 <laughs> right. And over there, they're just like, they're embracing you and they want to see you and they show love and they're, it, it, listen, it was just amazing. I, I, I loved it over there. In the, in the, yeah, in the, I, I've heard exactly that from mm-hmm. so many friends of mine that have gone right. overseas and toured. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. Like, right. it sounds like a logistical nightmare. <laughs> but worth it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, if you if you get the right if you get the right people or the right booking agency and the right whatever they set all that they, they set that up and and you know I was just thankful that I got with Stuck Mojo who had already done that and yeah. so just watching and seeing what was going on and then you're going from country you know it's going from state to state but everything mm-hmm. just is is closer so you're going from country to country to country. And it's just like, wow, you know, you're in France and then you go across the, the sound or whatever. And now you're in, in England and and it's just like, man, but it, it, it was amazing. I enjoyed every single single fan over there. And I have so many people that are are more than just, you know, they're not fans anymore. They're like really friends and, and brothers and yeah. sisters of mine now, you know, from touring overseas. And so I'm just like, even here in the States. So, you know, that's just who I am. And I feel that you're the same kind of person. So <laughs> you I, already know. <laughs> I understand. Yes, indeed. Okay, so young lady, the last question that I have for you: How handsome am I? No, that's not. That's not, the question, not the question. Beautiful. No, I know it. I know it. I'm so pretty. I'm jealous of myself. I keep telling my wife that. <laughs> understand? You know. <laughs> now the last question is: What is the last song you listened to? 
the last song I listened to. Um, it was it's by this artist called Death by Rami that I'm obsessed with right now. Um, <laughs> she was recently on tour with The Used, and I think that what she's doing is just so interesting. It's very like production heavy, kind of like pop, but still very much rock mm -hmm. and i i've just been obsessed with her entire vibe so the i was listening to a song called no mercy and it has just it, it is at the top of my get hype for shows playlist <laughs> i got you i got you i always Shout like to ask that, yeah i always like to ask that question because you never know what people are listening to and 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 we as musicians and and lovers of music we listen to a lot of things so uh, it always yeah. i always get like the the, the craziest not the craziest answers the best answers and different answers and i was like oh wow oh really okay wow and it allows me to go listen to some things to say like hey let me go out here and check this out and, and see what this song is about because if you like it i might i, <laughs> yes. might, I might love it also indeed check it out yeah. she's a vibe other than that like i'm just like so basic and i love my taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> listen taylor swift Taylor, Taylor, clumsy Taylor. Listen, Taylor is is amazing. She really is, and, and, and she gets out of hand a little bit. Yes, indeed. He's a great songwriter, yeah, so yeah. I, I, mean, I appreciate that. And her music is like an episode of Friends for me, so it's just <laughs> let's put it on, and whatever plays is fine. Indeed, indeed, awesome. Well, young lady, I just want to thank you again. This has been very, 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 very great and and inspirational, and and just. Just a great time. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Shauna O'Donnell. Thank you for yours. Shauna O'Donnell, thank you, young lady. I appreciate it. Yeah, for the hookup. That's what I'm talking about. You know, keep, <laughs> keep them coming. I like this. I like this. I love this. So, oh, yeah. um, so if you don't mind, give people your uh, social media information or any contact information they may need to get in, in contact with you. Um, You can find anything at A Light Divided, Spotify, TikTok, Insta, Facebook. Twitter, threat, whatever, all of the things <laughs> Adelaide Divided, pretty straightforward. And because we are a small band, it's all run by your girl. So if you want to talk, <laughs> hi, I'm here to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, young lady, thank you. This has been amazing. And I really, really appreciate it. Great time. Great time and continued success in all you do. And you're welcome to come anytime you want to and you just want to talk about anything. It doesn't matter. Just let it be known. I got you. We're family. That's what we do. I'm absolutely going to take you up on that. I'm like a cat. Like once you feed me, you can't get rid of me. Nah, so. nah. Listen, man, <laughs> easy, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. We're good to go. It's all, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's all love. It really is. All right. So what's it? No, thank you. This has been great. I had so much fun talking to you. Thank I you. really appreciate you inviting me on today. Yeah, definitely. And that means a lot to me also. Thank you very, very much. Yes, indeed. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord. Pause. A Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Live with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment with the amazing... The amazing, one more time, the amazing JC from A Light Divided. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much, young lady. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
Ready? <laughs>